0: Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint podcast. Today we have special guest Chad Wrestler, which we're really excited about because Chad has been submitting all of these great uh, stories and questions for the past several weeks. Really since we started the podcast, I think. And so, uh, yeah. So welcome, Chad. Thanks. Good to be
1: here. One of our super fans, and he's not only helping out us by you know giving you know giving us lots of great feedback and uh, help, and also places where we can improve as well, but also He's giving lots of user-generated content to help other users. So thank you for that, first of all, Chad. Um, stories. Oh no problem. Writing. Your stories are uh, pretty much all on. Oh, sorry, scenes or whatever, whatever content you put in, it's all on point, pretty much. And it's yeah, you get it. You get the course, and you got it from from the early days, right? Uh, when you yeah how- uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I had to get the concept of a memory palace down, how to make the scenes, props, actors, all of that. So it's kind of getting my feet wet there in the beginning. I think even Phil critiqued a few of my early ones like uh, uh, From. uh,
0: Right, yeah. With
2: uh, Christopher Walken and The Walker. Uh, But listening to those critiques and stuff helped me to uh, become a little bit better at this uh, process.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely useful to get the feedback from other people. And I know that simply because I had Luke in the beginning, like we would talk about our different, right. you know, scenes and that was just one other person, you know, using a, uh, a a technique that is not as developed as the Mandarin Blueprint method is. So now we have got, you know, obviously we answer questions, but also this user generated content. So it's uh, quite helpful. You've actually been directly even replying to people sometimes with uh, suggestions, mm. which is uh, great. So. Um, and we're always,
1: yeah, uh, always very um, apprehensive about so uh, critiquing so like mm. because it's you're already doing so well and I, I feel like it's, right. it's, I'm, I'm worried that some people might be like well hey I'm I'm already doing really well why do you have to be like oh this could be slightly better or this could be slightly better it's like right I'm glad that you get the, the fact that we're just giving general guidelines as to what would help certain people but we always try and add the caveat of like this as long as it works for you this specific scene then that's fine right but, uh, just for perpetuity. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah i mean the, the critiques are good i think even you know if i was on character you know 300 and i submitted a scene and you guys were like well this is good but mm. you know maybe add this or add that i think there was a couple times there, there were some critiques and then you know i read some of the scene examples and i gonna put them into scenes in the future where, you know, similar props being used, and it really does help. I mean, mm. you have to you have to be willing to continue to learn, especially with the memory palace, and you know, until you really get it. And I I'm not even close to really getting it yet.
1: Oh, I think you get a lot I, of it. I right. think, I right. think you're, you're very close, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're doing really, really well. Well, um,
0: before we get too far, yeah, through, I, I feel like we've jumped the uh, gun here
1: because first, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. for the listeners and the watchers, we want to know: uh, could you just give them a, a brief introduction, like who are you? You know, what, what is? How did you, and what was the the problem that you were facing that caused you to search for a Chinese course, or like, where did you hear about us and that sort of thing? So. First of all, self-introduction, please. Uh, who, who are you?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously you already gave uh, my name. Uh, my name is yeah. Chad Ressler. Uh, I'm from Pennsylvania in the United States. Uh, I'm um, engaged. I have two kids. Uh, my family is very supportive. Uh, mm. I am actually an auto technician for uh, Walmart. Just want to give a shout out to Junior tie in Aaron, I promised them I would. Uh, <laughs> and as for as for learning Chinese, uh, it was something I wanted to do some years ago. Mm. It ne- that never really got any traction. Um and then oh it was about the end of December this year. I was talking to my fiance, big fan of kung fu. I seen mm. yeah, old movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh you know, I was just like, uh, I was watching something, they were in Mandarin mm. and I was like, you know, that's a, such a beautiful language. I wonder if I could learn that. Yeah. And I thought, well, that'd be a great thing to try. So I did the typical buy textbooks, buy some diagrams, buy some flashcards Thought that was how I had to start. And I'm like, well, I know I'm going to need a program. I know I'm going to need some structure, even though it's going to be self-study. That's when I started getting online and looking at different programs. I don't know how many I looked at, quite a few. And I was actually doing a free trial of one program and came back to the Mandarin Blueprint. That when I saw Luke sort of introductory video where he's sitting on the bench and he's speaking Chinese. And I mean, he's really fluent. And I'm like, you know, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. Maybe I had to give them a shot. So I remember talking to my fiance about it and I said, you know, I, I think I need to, to try this. To be perfectly honest, I was skeptical. I, I didn't believe the claim. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to learn this much in three months. There's no way this is going to work. It's completely antithetical to everything I've done. I have two master's degrees, so Mm. I'm well-versed in traditional methods of learning.
0: Mm.
2: Well, I started the free trial, and I think it was probably, I don't know, I might have been five or six characters in. That was it. I was hooked. In fact, I think I sent an email I'd been telling my fiance about the course and I said, yeah, I learned this word today. I learned this new character today. And you know what? I couldn't remember it. And So we're driving and I thought about the scene that we had to create for it. And I'm like, wait a minute, that was G. And then here's the ending. These were the props. I'm like, Oh yeah. And right then that day
1: I paid for it. Yeah. So right. that's right. how I got started with the Mandarin Blueprint. That's awesome, mm-hmm. man. Thank you. And then and also I remember, didn't you comment about that little sort of epiphany moment? Yeah. I or was it someone else? Yeah,
2: it was uh it was uh it was Gary Oldman in my father-in-law Ed's backyard. Uh it was g uh, yeah, yeah. Individual. individual measure oh, word, yeah. and I couldn't I was telling her about it and I said I can't remember this. I'm like, wait a minute, but I remember Gary Oldman in Ed's backyard, and and there was an umbrella, and it was just a unique, bedazzled umbrella among all these black ones. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's individual. Right, right, And yeah. I was that's, like, that's I was great. like, okay, I'm sold. Here's my credit card. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that your story, so cool. sorry, your story sounds actually very similar to my own because I was interested in martial arts. I did it all through my teens. Um, you know, Kung Fu specifically, actually Shaolin martial arts, Wing Chun, all that sort of stuff. Um, and that was what sparked my interest. And I, I, I'd I, paint Chinese characters on the wall and stuff like that. Um, and uh, that that was what led me to go to China when I was like 19. And and, and also, yeah, the same thing. I've got a textbook, of course. Uh, struggled, struggled, struggled. Thought I was just rubbish at languages. And then, then I sort of... Uh, went out and, and started searching online for stuff. So I sort of stumbled across it and yep. figured it out. Hmm. Um, so- I mean,
2: Chinese is a lot different than Spanish, French, where you know, you're know you going to have that alphabet you're familiar with. It's not going to seem as daunting. You look at Chinese and hmm. it's like, well, there isn't even an alphabet. So it looks a lot harder really than it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's like that's the biggest challenge of Chinese for sure is definitely the the characters right at the beginning But just before we kind of like so one of the things I'm wondering about is apart from just sort of interest in the language as it is And the interest in kung fu which made you sort of realize that the language was was beautiful as you put it And I agree, but like was there any uh, is there any other motivation driving you? Like is there anything you're planning on doing with being able to speak Chinese or is just pure about the language?
2: no, it's about the language. That's it. I mean, not just about the language. Obviously, you, you know, you want to learn more about the people, uh, the culture, um, their history. I mean, even even if you only watch some, maybe some historical movies, I mean, it's, a, it's just a rich history. They have a very long history that I think a lot of people in the West probably don't even understand.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit tough to kind of put yourself in that mindset to realize it's like, oh, well, right. this entire, I mean, I don't even think that they really think of themselves, like saying that China is a country is not even the best word. It's really it's more of a civilization. It's like, that's the way they yeah, do exactly. call it. Yeah, exactly. Great yes. civilization, you know. That's
1: right. And, and there's yeah. often, uh, uh, you often get from certain foreigners um, and they'll be like, well, China doesn't have, 5,000 years of history they're talking rubbish because that's what they always tend to say but it just doesn't translate very well I don't think what they're talking about no. is their culture their cultural right. history, um, which is undeniably incredibly old and, and deep and it's lasted well until today even despite the cultural revolution yeah <laughs> so yeah. well I
0: mean if anything that right. the cultural revolution is a testament to how strong their culture is the fact that it yeah. survived uh, you know sort of an intentional yeah. <laughs> path to destroy it but it still didn't it still survive yeah. so it's amazing. Um, I, in
2: fact I I watched the documentary in
0: it that that
2: kind of chronicled this family that was able to recover mm. like a few, like almost like a thousand years worth of their history. Even after Mao's cultural revolution kind of tried to erase all of it, that, that this guy from actually he was lived in America, but he went back to China and he recovered years of his family's history.
0: Mm. Like relics and you know, things from his ancestors.
2: Yeah. Wow! Yeah, and they had generations and generations of their family. Like you know, in America, we'd have a family reunion, but I mean, it was massive. Mm. They tracked all these people down. It was crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious. Uh, after talking about all this, like, what about if you actually? uh, Well, I'm not not if. It's more like when you actually succeed with Chinese and you become fluent and literate. What will that mean for you? And what will what will you do with it? If, if anything, I mean. Honestly,
2: I, I don't know. Uh, it's for me. Uh, I'll be able to sit and relax and watch a Chinese movie without having to read the subtitles anymore. I'll just understand <laughs> it.
0: Um, or you'll be if, reading the Chinese if, subtitles.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll move on to that. Uh, maybe if, you know, people want to learn Chinese, I'll be glad to, help them learn Uh, but mostly it's just for me I mean uh, I would like to eventually you know make some friends you know maybe from China especially with you know technology now you can you know chat with people and and get to know people and actually learn a little bit more about the culture you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but mainly it's just for me if if a job opportunity were to present itself Oh, certainly I would you know do something like that but that's not my main goal it's right it's
1: yeah. just simply right. for me well you'll find that uh, I think that's a really good starting point I think that if if someone's just okay I'm really interested in this it seems just just, just a pretty language and and I think it will give me access to an interesting culture I think that's the best or one of the best reasons for learning anything and yeah yeah right I'm not I'm I, think it, I think I think it would for. be It would be very difficult, I think, to learn
2: Chinese if you're being forced to learn it or if you feel like, oh, my gosh, I have to learn this. I have to get this job or I have to get this promotion. so I just have to learn it. Mm. I think you're going to miss out on quite a bit.
1: We always say that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because we always talk about <clears throat> try to f- like, enjoy the journey of it. If you don't enjoy the journey of it, you'll never enjoy right. it. Because once you're right. in Chinese, if that's just your goal, I want to be fluent so I can, I don't know, get a job or uh, show off at a party or something. Or, <laughs> um, then and you're I, not going to know that, you're fluent. You're yeah. not going to enjoy the moment when you are because you'll just be you. Um, but if you don't, so think, that's why you must enjoy the journey. And I think with,
2: especially with the Mandarin blueprint, in fact, you just said something, Mm -hmm. I guess I didn't realize until we were talking about this, but on your page, you're like, you can acquire as much as 80% of Chinese in three months. People are going to read that and think it's crazy. But you know what? If you're somebody who is like, I I have to learn this. I I just, I got to get this now. I need Mm -hmm. it. Then the Mandarin blueprint actually can do that for you. You can acquire it. But for somebody like me, who's like, you know, I, I just, I want to enjoy the journey. Mm. I'm going to take those characters slower. I might like right now I do at most seven a day. I think that was my highest number in one day. Yeah. Other than that, I take my time and I basically control the amount of Anki cards I have in one day.
0: but if you need need it quick this can do do it yeah so i mean that's there's only so much time in the day but yeah there's plenty of people out there who are like uh, we don't think of it like this because we don't think it's the right metric we shouldn't say somebody who's full-time studying like every day they're spending eight hours on it but man if you spent eight hours a day on this i mean you could you could get done in three months months
1: is based on three months is based on three hours a day we did the calculation right. like as a conservative estimate if someone put in 3 hours in terms of learning and reviewing like everything together they could they could cover all the materials and have it in a certain stage of anki as in in their long term memory in 3 months
0: so one of the things that we wanted to ask about is a little bit more of the specifics so like the specifics of the system and what it is that you like about it so you know, perhaps you could go into. I was thinking. You know, there's a lot of things in our system. There's a number of things you could talk about. Right. So maybe if you could try to boil it down to maybe three things about the system that you find to be you know, either the most surprising or the things that you find most useful or just anything that you kind of look at and you go, okay, that thing has made the biggest impact on my interest in this, uh, you know, system or at least uh, progress in the system.
2: Okay, the first thing is going to be. You and Luke, that's primary. If you look at the system and who developed it and why they developed it, that's important. You got Luke, he went self-study and he did that and made mistakes, learned from them. Obviously, you guys both have your credentials, you asked the HSK-6, so he's done it that way. You took a different approach, you went to the university. And that was one thing that got me into the Mandarin Blueprint was that I saw, hey, okay, here's the other guy. Here's Phil. He went to the university. He's got all this research to back this up. This isn't something they just threw together. So number one is trust. You can trust the program because of how it developed. You can look at a couple of different things. Two guys came together, and here's what you have. The second thing is it totally abandons traditional methods of learning a language and you learn it naturally. You learn it like a child. Like when people ask me about, Oh, you're learning Chinese. Oh, you can speak Chinese. I said, yeah, I can, I can speak Chinese and I can read Chinese about as well as a three year old right now, (laughs) because that's that's where I'm at in my journey, you know? And I'm, You learn pronunciation first, then you learn characters, you learn words, you hear them all the time. Then you, right now I'm starting to learn sentences. But the thing about it is, is once I got to level 13 and I began the sentences because I had gone through and learned these words and Mm -hmm. drilled them every day, the sentences were no problem. Do I understand the grammar? Not yet, I don't. But I understand those sentences when I see them. I can put words together. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, that's what this means. (laughs) You know, like I can, I can see what this means. I don't understand the grammar rules. Um, I worked for a university for a while, helping kids who were writing, you know, like their graduate papers and stuff, and you know, putting in comments about the finer points of English. Um, I don't know any of those with Chinese but I'm understanding how a sentence is starting to go together. Um, That would, that's, so that's the second thing. You Mm. learn it naturally and it's a lot easier. You don't even know you're learning it. Uh, If you do this program, don't think about sentences. Then once you hit level 13 and you read your first sentence, you will see what I mean. Mm. The third thing is, is the memory palace concept. That is, uh, that's the key. That is the key. I'm at 111. I think I'm at 111 characters right now. I can easily, I could easily remember 107 of them with no problem. Yes. what I have to recall my memory palace? Yes. Uh, but I, maybe it was in the last podcast or it might've been in a, uh, a uh, video that, You guys posted on YouTube, Phil had mentioned, you know, with rote learning, you don't have anything to go back to. You forget it, you forget it. You got to go back and write it 25 times again. I don't have to do that. When I forget a letter, I'm like, you know what, I kind of know that word. And I think my my brother-in-law was doing this at my garage and there was this prop and that. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it might take me a minute to get it, but I get it. So I would say those are the three main reasons why if you're looking for a program, this is your program. I, I don't think any other program is going to give you those three things. So trust a natural path to speaking Chinese and a technique that has thousands of years behind it. Or I think that's about how long it's been around and,
1: Something like that you know, yeah. all the new
2: linguistic research that you know, you guys provide uh, just it's, it's key. Absolutely. learning how to do it. Learn, you know learn how to do the memory palace definitely.
1: Um, so one thing I'm really curious about as well is, have you found that your speed of learning the characters and, and, and progressing through the course is increasing as you, as you go through? Um, yeah, I know I could go
2: faster. I do. Um, hmm. and Ron White said this in one of his videos, um, that yeah, I was watching. Recently. Uh, pardon Ron me? It's a memory athlete, correct? Yeah. Ron White is a two-time USA memory champion. Hmm. Um, and he said in one of his videos, he said, you know, if you want to increase your speed and get better, you have to trust your memory.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I, I do. I trust it. But there's some days I'm like, don't, don't go too fast, you know, make sure you really cement these characters. But I could easily do. I, I don't see why I couldn't do 10 or 15 in a single day.
1: Mm. With like, you're, 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 you're an engineer. Is that correct? A technician? No, no, I'm a service tech. I, I just work on the cars. Mm. That's it. It's very possible. The reason why I asked is you, you, you seem to have a very analytical mind. Um, we had a few uh, sort of people in that, but very uh, sort yeah. of left, left brain, I guess. I don't know if that's sort of a myth now. But yeah. No well, yeah, I
2: mean, my deg- my degrees are, are in uh, a more analytical area, but I don't I don't do anything related to that. I um, sort of just do I, I do something different, just
1: something I enjoy. One of the things, yeah, the reason why I mention that is because it, over the years we've taught people live directly, many, many people, and we noticed that certain there's certain types of people that, that handle it differently, that handle the, and it's very interesting to observe that, you know, like uh, we've had yeah. sort of analytical minds, and they tend to take take their time more with it, and uh, yeah, that, yeah that's me, with, not in terms of an anxious sort of way, but just in sort of like let's right. make sure I get this right, um, yeah, and fine yeah, that it. happens with me when we had some people that um, we've had other people sort of on the other end of the spectrum that immediately jump into sort of a very free sort of flow with it and just sort of go, okay, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Okay. Next one, next one, next one, next one. And yep. they it's a lot faster. Um, yes. it's just different styles, you know? Um, yeah. so i yeah.
2: I think you, I think you've mentioned a couple of people, mm. uh, and one guy, I think he sent in an email or something that he did. Like he did like the 600 characters in like three months and then somebody else did like, so many in like a month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do, see. I don't. I don't know. I don't trust myself enough to do uh-huh. that. I want to make. Sh- I, I. I don't want to make any mistakes. I want to make sure that mm. you know. Don't rush this and have to go back and fix anything. Do it right one time so that you get it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that that approach is is very good. But let me just make just to, for the purpose of like saying the uh, alternative viewpoint on it, just because I think that. um especially in your position where you're just studying it for the language itself and you're, you're not particularly worried about how quickly you do it. Like it's not, it doesn't, it's not of concern to you. But consider this. So suppose that every day, you know, at this point you understand the method completely. I think it's perfectly reasonable to take your time with it when you don't understand the method yet. But once you completely get how the method works – If you do say, I don't know, you go for some really high goal, like 50 characters a day, right? Well, you probably are going to go a little bit too fast and you are going to forget maybe, let's say, 10 to 15% of the characters that you put into your Anki uh, sort of um, queue, put into your Anki queue. Well, that. Right. means that you didn't forget 80 to 85 percent of them and then Anki is going to solidify them and so it's kind of like sure it's not as meticulous right at the beginning and you're going to have to go back and fix some things and go back into your memory palace but the overall mm-hmm. speed will definitely be faster and then you can get to the more advanced content where you're going to get to solidify by right. the characters at a higher layer so it's like you solidify the characters mm-hmm. because you're seeing them in a paragraph because you're seeing it. And again, I'm not saying that this is what you should do. I think you should keep doing it how you want to do it. I'm just sort of putting right. forward the alternative is that, you know, if you're rote learning, you have to do what you're saying. You have that's to I'm very, yeah. very, I was just going to say like, that. Yeah. And yeah. with this, you can actually, you have the option to just go yes. quickly if you want. Exactly.
2: Yeah. That's what I was good. I was going to say that, that with the Mandarin blueprint, you have to do what I do. If you're somebody who can hit it hard, get six hundred characters in two and a half months, mm-hmm. great. do it. get yes, definitely. If it's gonna get you to your Chinese goal faster, and that's what you want, that's great. Yes, do yeah. it. And you have that that's the that's the great thing about this program is you have freedom. You can choose when you want to acquire that 80%. Do you want to do it in two years or do you want to do it in three months? All up to you.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's video courses, man. It's like, it's the way of the future.
1: I um, would yep. know? just say, I'll just say this one last thing about that, which is you get this method, Chad. Um So you definitely could, if you wanted to, you could smash. One, smash and, and the- I mean, if
2: there are other people out there that want to get the method. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously you have to, you know, do it every day, Don't take, no. you know, maybe take one or two days off a week, but don't be afraid to go and do some research on memory palaces. Mm. watch Ron's videos, go watch some other memory champions, just to listen to how they explain memory palaces. And it really took off for me. Once I did that, once I took a day, and I said, you know what? I want to learn more about this concept. And I watch some YouTube videos. I mean, I have to run out buy some books and do extensive research. But just go and watch some of this stuff, mm-hmm. um, and and just appreciate it, and then apply all of that
0: to you know the Hansa movie method. Awesome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, great advice. One thing I wanted to ask you about here, just to dig a little bit deeper into the the second point that you made there. He said, understanding the sentences. He said, I don't understand the grammar, but I understand the sentence. And the reason why I said that warms my heart is because that's how everybody naturally acquires grammar. And grammar is just, really, grammar is just a word that linguists came up with after they, you know, ex post facto analyzed the language and said, okay, well, there's some structure to how we're speaking language. But even in Chinese, I think Chinese grammar as a field of study is only like 100 years old. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a clearly not how we naturally acquire the ability to put a sentence together correctly. The way we do yeah. it is we understand sentences and then eventually we just have a feeling it's just a feeling in the same way that you know if i'm practicing drums for years and i play the snare drum on the wrong beat i just feel that it's wrong i can't like you know articulate to you exactly why right. the history of jazz like they never used to put the snare drum here it's just i've listened to hours and hours of jazz yeah. and that's not what they do you know it's out of time it's, it's not the right spot and that's how it yeah. ends up feeling with chinese you you just get that mass input of understanding and that, i love that it's like i understand the sentence i don't understand the grammar good don't right. worry about it like don't and worry I, about I the mean, I, I don't understand english grammar I, I, I,
1: I proved that to myself when i started teaching english <laughs> like uh years ago when i first came to china someone someone would say but why is that word there and why not yeah. why not in the same order as like, uh, uh, homework that's your homework <laughs> yeah like, i don't know yeah <laughs> it's just like,
2: so. when i when i was helping when i was helping students with their papers and. You know, it's like I knew when I would read something, you know, that just that sounds terrible. You 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 almost you wrote it like you would speak it and it doesn't work. Here's and then I'm like, well, wait a minute, and I'd have to I'd grab a book and I'd be like, Oh wait, okay, that's why. And then I'd I'd write it in and I'll tell you what, I have a book, it's sitting right underneath me. It's called Chinese Verbs, uh and grammar. Uh and it's it's tempting not to pick up some days and and start reading it to try to understand but i know if i do that that it's not good so i'm like i just got to trust myself and I, every once in a while i'll look at i'll look up a little something if i'm having trouble understanding something i might be like okay well that just kind of cleared up a little fog but i use it to to teach myself grammar i have to you know Mm-hmm. just kind of trust myself to acquire it yeah. naturally. Yeah. And you and really have to discipline yourself to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And that's actually one of the reasons why we're working on some of these, we're working on grammar flow charts with, uh, with um, characters and words that you know, you've know you already learned by certain mm-hmm. points in the course. And the reason for that is basically because like, sometimes it's just as an adult, you're just insatiably curious about like, well, why is it this way and not that way? And like, we encourage people to try their best to, you know, still rely on just the mass input. But we get that that doesn't feel as good as looking at like something like a flow chart and going, yeah. Oh, I see, you know, you can make like 10 sentences, with the same structure. And so yes. know, we're working on those right now. They're a bit more uh, complicated than we expected. But I like that too, because you know, that means that they'll be more valuable to people. It's like in terms of just designing them and coming up with ways that are very clear but um, and all the different flow charts you could make but I think that that's a good way to kind of satiate that curiosity while staying in the same sort of understandable input realm you know it's not yep. like you're reading a rule you're reading a kind of a formulaic chart sort of and it's so you know right We'll
1: like, we'll, show, we'll talk about more there yeah, we'll, we'll, hmm. we'll bring in some examples in and and very well very soon maybe very soon. next week yeah, yeah. yeah. so awesome. okay
0: Cool. So moving on um, to like another question, you know, when it comes to, you know, you've kind of talked about sort of the uh, results that you've had so far in terms of like specific things, you've learned 111 characters and uh, you're understanding sentences and things like that. But are there any sort of more kind of, I guess, meta results in terms of how you are feeling towards the language? Have you noticed any changes in how it's affecting maybe how you think a little bit? It might be a little early for that, but it's possible. Maybe the memory palaces or no. like that. Uh, how people are responding to you, trying to do this, like anything you want to comment on that? Uh, in general sort of impacts, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, starts to, it, shape your thinking a little uh, differently uh especially depending on why you're doing it. if you're doing it for yourself you might kind of i don't know sort of opens your mind a little bit gets you thinking differently not just about language itself but you know sometimes other things and wanting to sort of c- expand from you know beyond where you're at you know to understand more things um but i think one important thing is you know, with the pronunciation, I, that that is really key. And that is really going to open things up in the beginning for you. Mm. Um, it, I watch a lot of Chinese movies, television shows, and, you know, being able to correctly hear it has Just, I mean, it's worked wonders in sort of acquiring words, you know, that way, not necessarily, you know, acquiring a lot of new vocabulary, but in terms of being able to practice, um, Hmm. you just, there's so much more you can do. Um, You know, not a lot of people, well, maybe after this they will, but I don't think a lot of people really know that this is something I'm doing. I have talked to uh, you know, like the guys at work. Um, in fact, I, I taught junior, uh, a word, uh, you know, they, they like the we we like to roast each other. So, uh, this is uh, obviously Chinese. Uh, they, that's uh, a good, they like to use that as a joke, but I was like, okay, well, it, that's funny, but I'm going to show you that you can do this. And, yeah. uh, though so I, I actually kind of did a, a little mini like memory palace, thing for him. And it's funny because when I ask him now, if I say, you know, what's the Chinese word for six, he'll tell me. He knows. Uh, yeah. And he can't forget it. Um so, but like my family's really supportive, especially my fiance. Um he, let me tell you how supportive she is. I watch so much Chinese television that she can tell the difference between Mandarin and cantonese that's how much i
0: watch and <laughs> she great. doesn't
2: even speak chinese
0: yeah that, that's so, that's significant you cannot tell if you don't know <laughs> anything about either language so sure, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> she can
2: hear it. she she recognizes words um it's it's funny because she was like oh yeah you say that i hear that all the time yeah so yeah it's funny but that's,
0: that's really no good.
2: i mean there's there's definitely a lot of you know it's it's fun it's it's definitely been enjoyable and you know definitely changed you know some things for me
1: i think given giving you more access to that i think that as you develop the language you're going to get more out of the content yeah you're consuming. i think that's going to be a big big thing for you
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and so so yeah just i want to make a quick like tangent about mandarin and cantonese because like listening to cantonese now like sometimes when i'm watching youtube on my phone i'll be on a uh Hong Kong server on my phone it's yeah. all so get cantonese uh, ads, ads yeah. and it's it's funny because like <laughs> i, I listen that. to it and i'm like i feel like i can understand this but i can't like it's like right, it's like, yeah. Like I don't, you like I don't yeah. understand this. Every now, now and, if, and then they'll say like, seemed, "Why may? or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like may um, or something like that. But it's, it's funny how like you listen to it, and I'm sure that if I went to learn Cantonese now, it would be you know way easier than if I was starting from scratch. But yeah, yeah. Mm. So moving on.
1: Yeah, so we've got, cause we got because we want to be respectful of your time, so we want to keep it relatively structured, Chad, as well. Because um, so we know it's <laughs> quite late over there; or it's getting on. So. Um, Another question we have for you is, what were you skeptical about? Uh, so you've already sort of mentioned that you were skeptical about the 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 80% in three months sort of line, but was there anything else, even when you had already started the course before you were convinced, was there anything that you were skeptical about, saying, ah, I don't know if this is gonna work, or I don't really believe that? Could you go into a bit yep. of detail there? Um, yeah, it,
2: and it wasn't just the claims that were being made, and, I, and I'll just uh, sort of as a caveat here, In my life, I've only ever bought two products where it said, hey, do this in, you know, such and such a time frame. This was the second one. The one other worked just as well as I thought it would and this one. But once I signed up, I just did the, you know, I did the free trial and started going through the videos. And you started talking about the movie method. And I'm like. Honestly, my first thought was this this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot do I cannot do this. This is not me. I don't learn like this. I read textbooks and I take notes and I watch lectures. And that's what I do and that's how I'm gonna learn this. And I, I, but I kept going, got through those videos. I'm like, all right, look. These guys apparently know what they're talking about. I'm just going to throw it all away and I'm going to listen to what they tell me to do. I'm simply going to do what they tell me to do and I'll see what happens. And like I said, it was probably four or five characters in that I really started to see the difference Um, But, yeah, I was initially skeptical as soon as I got into the free trial that, oh, memory palaces and props and actors and I got to sit here and assign, you know, people to these letters and I got to assign sets and pick places is (laughs) stupid. That's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what I thought. Just stupid. (laughs) I'm not going to do this.
0: Mm -hmm. Here I
2: am, 111 characters later, and I can practically remember them all.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Wow, that's like you know it, we get it. We understand it's it's a really it's a tough sell because we're basically being like, it hey, only do characters first, which is most. That's important. it too. You know, courses will be like, no, don't worry about characters yet because oh, uh, they're they're gonna scare you, and uh, I don't want to scare you. Right. Um, so and we're big advocates for nah, get right into them, get right into them because yes. you're gonna be so happy you did in the future. Yes, uh, it's obviously thinking. uh, long term for them you know and, and not necessarily short term but luckily the memory palace is fun so it's like you know yeah. once you get into it you're like yeah. oh actually this is kind of silly and enjoyable what so are, are the yeah i mean you, is, is, sorry go ahead and
2: you did you definitely have to i mean honestly and for people watching there will be i've even had times i, I don't know if this happened with you guys but there were a couple days where you know you wanted us to pick a uh, an actor for you know whatever Mm -hmm. i seriously would stay here for 20 minutes like is is that gonna work work? that actor really doesn't work for me it's not powerful enough. but i I really don't know anybody and then i'd eventually i got a couple actors that honestly i'm surprised i remember uh the the character half the time when i have to use them but (laughs) i kind of try to picture them in movies that i'm really familiar with and then that way if i can kind of remember that Character they played,
0: it helps. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a good. That's a good thing to point out. Although, you know, man, facial recognition—we're amazing at it. We're so good at it. Yeah, it's like, I, I've had. I had a couple of actors that were like I, very tenuous relationships, but I did still yep. a problem by the end. No, I actually right. built my relationship up with them in my brain. I, <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I, I
1: chose yeah. Indira Gandhi for mine based on a, a suggestion. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I had to figure out because I couldn't think of what, one for I or Y I or whatever. And uh, I was like, okay. Well, mine, mine was yeah. mine was Z, and I took I took Billy
2: Zane. And honestly, I I either think of them in the substitute with Tom Berenger in the camo and stuff, or from Zoolander. And that's it. That's what I have.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So people can I can understand why people get intimidated or skeptical because it's like as well as learning Chinese and learning characters, you also have to learn this little mini language as well. Right. You know, you have to. That's but that's not right. And that's people might be intimidated by that. I know I was when I
2: started, but it is not as hard as you think it is because you do have some connection already. You're just simply organizing those connections in your brain and that's why I had my fiance make that thing so I could organize my sets in my head and I can see them better rather than having them be fuzzy when I would pull them up here and there I I organized them so I could see them better in my mind
0: Sure. Yeah. That was a great idea. Uh, Chad's referring to, and I think we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, uh, the, the memory sort of like you created like an inception like place where you have a road yeah. that you walk down that is littered with your, uh, past locations as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, what we just did before, which yes. like, go to the place in your mind, just imagine yourself at your workplace when you were 21, which works, but like, it was cool how you, uh, you did right. it. And so that that's, and different.
2: that's, and it, I mean, you guys call this the Hans movie. So I'm like, okay, well, my mind then is a movie production company and Mm -hmm. I have sets. and I have a lot. And in this lot, I have 13 areas Mm -hmm. that, that where I've lived and I have to put them together. And now I can better see myself going into some of these sets. And it's not like sort of a hate picture. And I can actually create these movie scenes
0: yeah. And that's just it, like the yeah, scene it, from inside out. You ever seen that mo- that Pixar movie, Inside Out? Mm-mm. No, uh, no. That's a great that's a great movie. You should watch it. But there's this moment where they're inside this little girl's brain and they're yeah, you know, it's the premise of the movie is that her emotions yep. are like personifies. You have joy and sadness and anger and whatever. And so joy and sadness are in her dream movie making like it's just like a Hollywood movie set, uh, that they're walking mm-hmm. around with all the different dreams that they're trying to create each night. It was pretty, it was pretty wild. You just reminded me of that by thinking of it as a Hollywood set. So yeah, yeah. cool, cool. So something well, people can do, And that's great. Um, so I guess, you know, the final question, question we would want to ask you here is, uh, you know, would you, uh, recommend people, uh, try the course?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, at least do the free trial. If you're not convinced after the free trial um I, I don't know what to tell you because it's i mean this is the way to go and one thing i did want to mention i know we had talked about this right before we um uh, got started here is while you're doing the course if you can i'm a beginner chinese learner and you know this has helped me you know if you can't learn by immersion you know you can't be in China. Create your own Chinese environment wherever you are. There's a lot of great Chinese movies. There's a lot of great Chinese TV shows. Um, you know use Netflix, prime all of that. You can search Mandarin language movies. have them on as much as you can. make a Mandarin language playlist on Spotify. listen to it as much as you can. Um, if you are gonna do the course, my biggest piece of advice. Do the pronunciation course first.
0: Mm.
2: Take your time and go through that. Make sure before you, know, you start doing the characters and really getting into it, you know how to pronounce the sounds. That's going to make it 10 times easier to get through the course. And while you're going through the course and you've created your Chinese language environment, you have the pronunciation, you will begin to be able to sort of decipher it on TV. If you don't understand it, you will hear words that you're familiar with and you'll kind of start to get a feel for it like a child would. Yes. Uh, as you're going through the Mandarin blueprint, you're going to be learning naturally. Mm. Well, you know, when we're growing up, TV's always on, people are playing stuff, we're hearing it all the time. That's what you, it's really what you have to do as a beginning learner. And then just going through the course, make sure you do Anki every day and I have confession it's 10 11 at night here I haven't done my flashcards yet as soon as we're done here I'm gonna do my flashcards.
0: yeah yeah
1: that's that's great advice and wow yeah I mean Sorry, I, oh man. I just had something that I was just thinking. And then you distracted me with Anki because yeah, I, I,
0: I yeah, exactly. Anki is the good. Gre- it's oh. like the greatest and, and worst application, but overall greatest. <laughs> it's um, a love hate relationship, isn't it, it? yeah. Um, yeah, I keep. I had to
2: come up with you know, have, watch the tutorials. Mm-hmm. Takes take a day. Take one of your days that you're gonna study. Learn Anki.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've given, uh, we put uh, a full like Google shared Google slide presentation on how to use Anki yeah. with the Mandarin Blueprint method. And, you know, it's uh, because Anki is complicated, it's a little bit long, but it's also, you know, well worth your time to mm-hmm. do it um, because, you know, it will make sure that you remember everything. Absolutely. I, yeah, right. I just remember what I was going to uh, say. So, about
1: talking about sort of collating listening and watching material, that's a great point. And that is something that never stops, by the way. I, uh, in order to maintain your interest and zest for this for this language, and uh, especially if you're out of China, um, constantly looking and exploring for new Chinese stuff mm. is really yeah. important. I'm still doing it. Like for example, I I, I was I haven't been a, much of a reader for a long time, and, but um, I'm getting back into reading again. And I'm especially exploring new topics to read. So I've just downloaded all of Isaac Asimov's uh, sci-fi. I've never read sci-fi before, but I've downloaded it in Chinese and it's really cool. I'm loving it. And uh, maybe in three months time, I'll be done with Isaac and I'll move on to more listening material or, you know, uh, using different things. So it's always be on the lookout. And that's part of your hobby as well, not just learning Chinese, yeah. but exploring Chinese stuff. That's part of it. And right.
2: I think one of the big things when I started learning this is one sort of hang up I had was I'm probably never going to get to China. So am I really ever going to be able to learn it? And I can't remember who it was, but they actually said, look, you don't have to go to China to learn Chinese. There's people in China, you know, that have gone over there that never learned to speak it. That's true. But if you can create that environment and that's, you know, sort of what I chose to do. And sometimes it's not easy, especially if you're getting started Trump. Here's one problem that you might come across is they'll say, yes, this movie is in Chinese. Well, then you turn the TV on, you go to watch the movie. It's not Mandarin. It's Cantonese. They, yeah. So people sometimes don't make the distinction between, okay, this is Mandarin and this is Cantonese. Most of your Kung Fu movies at Hong Kong, they're in Cantonese. A lot of the action movies, they're at Hong Kong, they're in Cantonese, unless they dub them in Mandarin. You really have to be specific. Netflix yeah. does a great job. Once you watch a few, they will create for you a mandarin language movies and tv um detective d watch that you know brotherhood of blades that's my favorite you know those are some good show or good movies there's some really good tv shows it's a little harder on prime to search for it but you can do it hulu and voodoo they don't have a large selection they might have a couple uh, like Jet Li movies, or uh, a lot of the Donnie Yen. One, if you're a Donnie Yen fan, they're mostly in Cantonese. Bad, I got bad news: Ip Man, all Cantonese.
0: There are definitely um, Mandarin dubs for it, but yeah, yeah, that's the. There
2: are, yeah. But if you're on Netflix, it's tough. You know, you you got you have to kind of be willing to step outside, watch some new stuff, start. Ex- one other piece of advice. I watched a lot of movies that were obviously set in 200 AD, 600 AD. Uh, <laughs> make sure you watch some that are set in like 2000, so the vocabulary that you're hearing uh, is sort of up to date. You know, I'm st- I'm hearing, and like I would look up on Pleco, subtle hearing, and they're 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 probably not even used anymore.
1: Sorry, there's a there's a show Wu In Wei Zhuan. I'll send you the name of it on on the chat here. Um, because it's set in the ancient times, it's set in a long time ago, but it's using modern language and lots of different dialects as well, and it's very fun. And it's, it's, oh, see, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very good idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's in dialects as well. Yeah. And it's genuinely quite funny.
2: To, yeah. Yep, getting exposed to different dialects.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you might even start hearing some that, that you like. There's a couple actors, and I sort of I like their accent. You know, it's kind of like, well, if I'm going to speak Chinese and I can sort of develop an accent, um, I think it's like the, the Arhua accent. Um, yeah. I think you guys kind of taught us a couple of words like that, you know, like uh, EDR. Um, right. I like that. I like that kind of accent, you know, sort of from the, that northern area. Um, so, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I mean, you'll find stuff like that that you just enjoy hearing, um, yeah. just practice it.
0: Yeah awesome. Well, Chad, throughout this entire podcast, I've been thinking that people need to be more like you in their attitudes. They need to be like Chad, so that's going to be the discount code, or coupon <laughs> code for anybody who wants to uh, get into this course and try it out. Now, of course, we already have the free pronunciation mastery and the uh, free trial yeah, Blueprint method, but for the next uh, you know period of time, how about the next two months, we'll have a, a discount code be like Chad. <laughs> and if you type in "beat like Chad" at checkout of the Mandarin Blueprint Method, we, you will get a nice discount. And the reason why I say two months is because we'd like to talk to you again in two months, Chad. We'd like to see how you're doing, see what kind yeah, of no, yeah made. And so you know, keep keep it up, keep doing it every day, and then I bet two months from now you'll have a lot more to say. So um, this is a great, yes, great definitely thing to,
1: talk to you and to anyone listening. If if you want to give it a shot, there'll be a, a link and uh, go ahead and put in that code uh, when when you think you're ready. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Yeah,
2: you will not regret it. If you want to actually acquire it and not learn about Chinese, then
0: this is definitely the program for you. Excellent, Chad. Well, thanks so much. And we'll uh, see, see you guys on the next podcast.
2: All right. Sounds good.